Jack Burton always says at a time like this. Who? Jack Burton. Me. Wakanda forever! Kawabunga. Friend of mine? I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. Welcome to Comic-Con. A geek podcast for the rest of us. It up. Juan Sanchez Ramirez. <laughs> Who is that, Nick? Who is that? Who is it? That wouldn't by any chance happen to be the one guy in the movie that we're about to talk about tonight that has the most obligatory line of all lines ever delivered in the history of filmmaking, would it? <laughs> it may be. <laughs> you do it right off the bat oh man because that look we'll get it we'll, we'll, we'll get into the introductions shortly but at the top of the show i should just say that it's it's no it's no surprise that your boy nick stevens is in love with the 90s and it's no surprise that when you revisit some of these things in the 90s there's just some things that just they don't pop like they did in the 90s. no no it just stays in your colon Ah. There are some lines in the movie we're going to talk about tonight. And for some reason, I don't know, there's there's lines from like the 80s that we can repeat and they'll stay with us. I know there's lines from the 90s that we can repeat and they'll stay with us. But for some reason, there's some some mid 90s. Early, early mid 90s. You're right. Right. Yeah. It was just two corn balls. <laughs> I don't even know if we can properly start the show until we address the elephant in the room here. Ah, um, the heffalump. The heffalump. An incursion underwater to reach. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Under the water. Well, earlier today you wanted a gun. Now you're getting a gun and a wetsuit. Have you ever been in a combat situation? I'm fine combat, sir. Chat. An incursion underwater to retake an impregnable fortress held by an elite team of U.S. Marines in possession of 81 hostages and 15 guided rockets armed with VX poison gas. In that case, no, sir. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Sanchez, can you run that by me one more time? An incursion underwater to retake an impregnable fortress held by an elite team of U.S. Marines in possession of 81 hostages and 15 guided rockets armed with VX poison gas. Okay, we didn't see this guy. We didn't see this guy anytime before that scene. And I don't think we saw him that much after this. Scene. Right. But no, they no, just. No, no. He got a little bit more. He, he got, got a little, little bit more right before he. Just a little bit more. Right. Because, I, I mean, I'm, obviously we're doing the rock. But <laughs> let, let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You put me through this. But let me tell you, looking at this movie, this was a fucking all-star cast. Movie. Yeah. This was an all-star casting. That guy is known for these type of movies because he did this shit, Under Siege, mm-hmm. Crimson Tide. Everybody knows this. The he's like the junior. He 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 was more like the junior 
officer sailor guy in these action packed movies. Right. You know the face. Right. You know the face. Right. Well, we couldn't we couldn't afford Cuba Gooding Jr., but we want someone that's kind of young and likable like him. Right. So we right. want to throw him in there. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was always he was the he was the junior woodchuck mm. of of any action packed movie. Right. Ooh. Right. Right. And he spit that shit perfectly. How many times do you think he had to go through that shit? Ten takes at least. Ten takes? Ten takes. One take. One take. <laughs> One take. His life depended on no, that. No, man. The way, he, the way he spat it out, he was like, he was sweating bullets. He was, his life was depending on it. Michael Bay probably had a 45 put to his temple. <laughs> we are doing a Michael Bay movie, kids, tonight. We are talking about The Rock. Welcome okay. to The Rock. The Rock. Action Pack. And the Monomoto here, kids. Mm-hmm. James Powell, thank you for joining me on the ZWM Box 250. Juan Sanchez Ramirez. <laughs> aka Juan Sanchez Ramirez because let's face it kids when we, when he signs on to a zoom call with yours truly he uses an alias is that it's it's uh it's actually uh Sean Connery's name from Highlander though no shit it is <laughs> that can't be right it's that's 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 kind of what I was going for holy shit hold on back up back up back up <laughs> so I made two blunders a I just assumed that our boy was named Juan Sanchez Ramirez, which is probably the bigger slight. But then the the, the second slide. <laughs> yeah. You went with it. You went Ooh, with it. Uh, you confirmed it. You didn't even try to stop me. No, no. No. Because I just have so much fun with it. Man, but you know something? I just figured that they, no. in my defense, that would be such a move that you would pull. Like you, I know you so well, you would pull like that character to do like, so it just, for some reason, my mind went there and I was like, oh, I bet you. Cause when I watched that scene on the train, I'm like, I bet you, cause I knew you hadn't seen this movie. Yeah. And I watched that scene. That's when I texted you and I was like, please tell me uh, you went ahead and went through that ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was terrible, it was terrible but, but it's still enjoyable like the rock the rock is one of those uh saturday evening tnt movies that it'll make you stop on the guide like you'll see you'll you'll stop and see what, what's seen there on mm. it's, it holds it, it holds. holds it holds does it though does it really hold i i, I stop for the rock i stop <laughs> i stop for the rock yeah, so I mean, like I said, uh, USA TNT, it's three o'clock in the afternoon, and you know, the rock started at three o'clock. I catch it at four o'clock. Yeah, I'm gonna stop. Maybe if you just had a big plate of turkey, yeah, you know, it's 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 it's, it's, it's a lullaby, it's a it's a midday lullaby. How about that? You could take a nap on the rock. Well, I agree with all of that, and we're gonna get into it, but I, I do have to say at the top again. Uh, my apologies for the blunder, and and the second blunder being <laughs> that I didn't recognize. Why would they give him that name though in the Highlander movies? That's all. Oh, it was more to it. It's like Juan Sanchez Villalobos something Ramirez. Villalobos. Yeah, it was long. <laughs> Mario Van Peoples. Yes, Mario Van. <laughs> Dude, that's they- why. That's why I was like. That's like, man, you know who that is. <laughs> And then he went straight to the scene. I'm like, okay. And I'm always defending the originals too. I, I just goes to show you, I've not seen them in so long. Um, 
Well, we're not doing Highlander, kids, unfortunately. We're talking about The Rock, 1996, directed by Michael Bay, produced by Don Simpson, rest in peace. He he apparently had a horrific cocaine overdose during the filming of this movie. Mm. This movie had all kinds of problems getting off the ground. Apparently, like, at one point, they even looped in Quentin Tarantino to do some uncredited script assist, if you can believe that. What else happened? Oh, Sean Connery apparently was a huge prima donna and uh, wanted a cabin built directly on the island of Alcatraz. <laughs> Instead wow. of bearing back and forth between the mainland, Michael Bay had all kinds of problems with the producers and the people making the film and the uh, and the and the big heads at Disney, I guess, because they were still kind of under that Disney umbrella when the movie was coming out. But this was this was after Bad Boys, so he had already had success with that, right? So I don't know why they wouldn't just yeah, give you, got, you got a little glimpse of the Bad Boy taste in yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, totally, one hundred percent. The way it's shot, like the shots well, the in this movie. Shot, yeah. That overhead when people are standing up, you know? Always. Always. <laughs> and then you get the ro- the 360 rotation. Yeah. 360. The cast, though. You said the cast. All-star cast, dog. All-star cast. I forgot. I mean, it. it's not like, you know, like big, big names. But these are, these are the actors that, you know, played those pivotal roles in some of these other movies during the, that, that good 90s action-packed run you know you get i mean start off you 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 get who you get had sean connery just come off of the hunt for red october jesus christ no no hunt for red october was a little bit i think hunt for red october was like probably late 80s late 80s okay i think he was he was coming off uh is it rising sun with uh wesley snipes oh i never saw that i I think i think he was coming off rising sun it was around they, that time because it's ninety six. Yeah, yeah. And I think he he probably did that because he still looked good. I fanboy out for Sean Connery. He man. still looked good. He still he looked still good. Looked good. Like when they brought him out that prison, that long hair. You can see those bolder shoulders he had. Yeah, he was lifting some weights. Like Sean Connery had to be like early sixties, looking good. Looking good. Well, he's tall, right? Tall drink of water. He's tall. Like 007 still got it going on, man. And was this where Nick Cage pretty much? Obviously, he did shit before this, you know, yeah. but I mean, was this where this was? Is this what catapulted him into the this kind, this kind of catapulted because this led to what Con Air, right? Face off, Con Air. Yeah, yeah. This was this was like the, the, the jump off for uh, Frank's nephew. <laughs> Deep cut. Frank Coppola. Frank Coppola's nephew. Good, good. Yeah, I always forget that. I always forget about that. And then Ed Harris, of course. Who doesn't love a good Ed, Ed Harris? Harris. Ed, oh, man. Love Ed Harris. Can Ed, Ed Harris, okay, even though he doesn't have a big part in Apollo 13, am I the only one that will stop on Apollo 13 to watch some Ed Harris? <laughs> and Tom Hanks and Kevin Bacon? I don't stop too much on Apollo 13. Really? I Man, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll stop on anything for Ed Harris. Uh, abyss. I'll stop for Abyss. Ooh, Abyss. How about that? Breathe, Abyss. Breathe. 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 He's pushing you her. And he's, bitch. You bitch. He's hitting her. And it's a it's a it's a loving you bitch. It's not like the bitch yeah. from Total Recall. <laughs> Shut up, you bitch. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but uh, Ed Harris, and then you get William Forsythe. William Forsythe. Uh, How about that, William Forsythe? What do you got? A fucking water gun? Your, your typical agent guy. That's oh, almost, yeah. He's got the same look that he had in, in Virtuosity. Same yeah, same look. Yeah, same look. He just got done working with Parker. 
Oh my God. Right before he was getting ready to jump over to, you know, Warren Beatty's uh, Dick Tracy. <laughs> or actually, this was after that. What am I this talking after, about? Yeah, this was after Dick Tracy, yeah. This is after Flat Top. Um, Who else? Michael Bean, you, you already said. Michael Bean, man. Coming off a of tombstone. Coming that off a of tombstone. Tombstone, yeah. And obviously familiar with playing a Navy SEAL, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. He was in the Navy SEALs with Charlie Sheen. I never seen Navy SEALs. Oh, it's right up your alley, bro. It's 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 so up your alley. And you get Ooh. David Morse. David Morse. David Morse. Uh, your typical uh, just low down cop that sometimes can have a heart in movies. He's that guy, isn't he? He's always he that guy that. that's like doing some bad shit, but at the last second, he's like, I'm a dad at the end of the day and I'm going to help out. Yeah, he's like the hard ass cop. Right. Sometimes, or, or, or just a corrupt cop. He can be right. corrupt all the way through or he can have a heart at the end. Right. He's that tough guy in Green Mile that you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Man, a few words. Yeah. And those words will count. And so are my actions. So are my actions. Tony Todd, the candy, candy man, man himself. The candy man. Awesome. Didn't awesome. see that coming. Didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see Tony Todd. I forgot about Tony Todd being in this. Let alone my favorite. Bokeem motherfucking Bokeem what listen Bokeem is that guy that you, every time you see him get hurt you just want to reach out and help him I mean you know what I'm saying Bokeem ruled the 90s yes he that did black man ruled the 90s he was he was he spoke about it before how many movies he he was casting during the 90s that some just aren't listed on IMDb right he had that much work and then when the 2000s kind of came it just cut off for him until what spider-man i guess oh shit yeah the 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 first one the first one yeah you're right damn i forgot about that yep spider-man goes to school <laughs> that's what happened kids a new uh spider-man no way home trailer was 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 rumored to drop this week but it didn't so no, it didn't. pal and i are talking about the rock instead because uh, that's what we do on this podcast the yeah. comic-cons podcast welcome to it it's a geek podcast for the rest of us, by the way. Oh, man, look, uh, if the Comic-Con Creeper had to come up to you and ask you what this movie's about, how would you break it down? He's still around? Every now and then. I could have sworn they had him locked up below Alcatraz. They locked him up below Alcatraz? Yeah. Hold on a second. I haven't seen him around. Under the hey. shit. Under the Can you bring him in? Bring him in. Hi, Monomata. What's the rock about? Oh, look at your orange suit. <laughs> oh, you like <laughs> I mean, it's, it? It was your basic 90s mercenaries, hostages, some type of bomb to threaten the city. And two guys are set out to save a city. Not too bad. Now, that bomb was pretty, uh, pretty cool. I, uh, you know, I always think you, you, you go with the, the A-bomb to threaten, but this was this was pretty uh uh futuristic with that damn uh gas. Yeah, with those little those little jello balls. The jello balls. Uh, uh, the gas warfare, chemical warfare had not really been played around with much in in movies. A little bit, a little bit. I guess I guess they were getting it off of uh Desert Storm. Yeah. Yeah. And this general had been a badass in Vietnam and had done I mean, some stuff in Desert Storm. And... Ed Harris's resume. <laughs> you just want to unzip his pants. X Hummel, you know? Frank X Hummel, you know? Frank. General Hummel. 
Yeah. Man. I like how the generals, like when he when he when he was negotiating and stuff, you know, they you had everybody calling him general, and then it's it's always that one four-star general right there. Hey Frank, yeah, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, that's so good, isn't it? When they have like the older guy that's that's seen some shit with him maybe back in the day, you yeah. kind of want to know that what that story's about, but you don't. And then you have the yeah. young twerp from CIA or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, Who is that? Who is that? Who the fuck, you know? What is your name? Yeah. I was dropping deltas over Saigon when you were sucking on your mama's teeth. You know what I'm saying? Always some kind of analogy. Yeah, yeah, same shit. Always. Same shit, always. But Ed Harris carries that. Yeah, Ed, Ed, Ed Harris actually actually was solid in this. I, I believe mean, he was a general. I guess the the corniest thing you can say about Ed Harris is just that that intro of him just you know going to the gravesite of his, I guess his wife. I don't know. I guess she died because of the gas too. I don't know. She was just dead. But we don't know what, how she died. I'm assuming like cancer or something. That's usually yeah, the, so. that's usually yeah. the go-to. Yeah. He, he gives her the medal out of his back pocket. You know, he promises revenge. So I actually didn't think that was as corny because I actually liked how he said, he puts the medal on the grave. It's raining. You got that. You got that music that's going. Why, that's why I said it because it's the rainy thing, and you get you get the little military horn in the background. That's right. Like, that's the typical '90s <laughs> military guy role stuff. Like the same thing happened with Tom Cruise and a few good men. Yeah. Um, Crimson Tide. I guess the only way to redeem it would be to have a saxophone going. Blah, 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 you know. Blah, blah, you know, because that's never corny. When when you see Mel Gibson in the rain, no, and that, that saxophone that that still holds up. No, Danny Glover, too old for this shit. And at Actually, the same time, Sean Connery says the same shit. He said that. I was about to say he said yeah, that. All, in all old guys, all old actors always say that in the movies. I'm too old for this shit. And I want to be like, no, you're not. You just got us in and out of the fucking prison. Like, like I even think I think even Arnold and Sylvester said it before in their more in, in their more recent movies. I'm too old for this shit. I think Arnold said, "I feel old." One of his Terminator movies, he's like, "Old but not obsolete." Obsolete, yeah. And then you know, Rocky says the same shit too. Right. Yeah. And Creed. How how about that ransom? Okay, this guy he's not your typical villain per se he's not just he doesn't just want money to retire on some beach somewhere he's actually asking the government to reimburse the victims um the fallen soldiers their families uh to be compensated since they were never recognized during some of these top secret missions um it's kind of a unique twist on things no he should have just uh he should have just blew up uh the va that's that's all (laughs) you have to do you know I cut corners, but he, I, I, he, what he wanted, he wanted, he was like a hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars. I'm gonna give a million dollars to these twenty guys I got with right. me, and then we're done. And the that's, rest, and, and the rest, you give to the families. Yeah, that's doable. That's doable. Why didn't and, they just pay him? Because because it's fucking America. Like <laughs> pockets too tight. One hundred million dollars. That's that's easy. That's easy. That's they, easy money. They spent that on uh, two missiles. They spent oh. that on the Marvel Netflix shows. There you go. There you go. It <laughs> and took hundred million to make Infinity War. There you go. Right, right. Well, actually, I think it took more than that. Did it? More than the hundred million. Oh wow. Maybe. 
this is 96. This is 96. 96. Yeah, you're right. We got to think. We got to think. He was just rolling with the times. You made Titanic. Okay. Yeah. Take the money you made Titanic with and then send it over to Alcatraz. Is Alcatraz still around? Alcatraz is still around. Can you you still go walk around? Really? You can still take tours. Have you been? I've never been. I want to go. Me too. I want to go. You know, get those ghosts and stuff. I love a good prison movie and I love a good Alcatraz movie. Ghosts and goblins and ghouls. <laughs> Why haven't I heard of this? Who's in, who, who's in charge? Eckhart, sir. All right, come on, let's go quickly, quickly. <laughs> Batman 89. It's just so good, you know? It's just so goddamn good, you know? And, and that's all I'm reading nowadays. Is I mean, I mean, anyway. I mean, it, 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 for, the, for the folks that think we're just floating off to Batman, it ties into what Nick was saying with 90s catch stuff. It's some things stay in your colon longer than others. Right. Obviously, you know, uh, Sanchez's uh, speech about, you know, uh, combat situation won't stick with us. No. It won't. Even though that shit was perfect. That shit was perfect. I did remember, I did remember uh, two scenes in particular. The first scene being when Michael Bean's Navy SEALs get gunned down. And I remember Ed Harris telling them, like, don't do this. You know, my team has you covered from an elevated position. For some reason, that's always stayed with me. And Mm. I hadn't seen this movie in years, Mm. you know. And I still remember that. And I remembered him. I remember remember that back and forth with him going, I cannot make that order. You take that order. I cannot make that order. I cannot make that goddamn order. You know, watching it again, though, it it definitely gave me more palpitations this time around because they don't. It, it had my heart pacing a little bit. It yeah, because <laughs> but not be, back and forth. Right? Back and forth. Like the editing, the editing on in this is like somebody, and I I realized somebody actually did die from a cocaine overdose during the filming. So I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but they even dedicated this movie to him at the end of the movie. Yeah, it was dedicated to him. But it look it, the editing seemed like it was done under the influence of cocaine. <laughs> like the editing of this whole movie, all the action scenes. Everything it's, from that. I mean, you're out your, it's action fucking pack. Yeah, out is. your seat. This whole the whole movie. The whole time. And that poor trolley driver. <laughs> we've never How seen the fuck him. Did he survive? No, I don't know. <laughs> Explain to the Comic Cons what happened to this trolley so they can get an idea. Oh, so Sean Sean Connery is barreling down the San Francisco streets. Anybody knows San Francisco is full of fucking hills. Like you've seen all the movies. You've seen the movies. It's full of fucking hills. He's barreling down the streets in a army Humvee, not a Hummer, right. a fucking Humvee. He rams the trolley train that's going down San Francisco two miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> He rams the fuck out of it. People are falling out the bitch. For so, <laughs> at the same time, Sean Connery Humvee is not phased at all. No, but the the damn trolley is out of control. <clears throat> it should have flipped. You don't don't forget. I hope you. I hope you're not going to forget one key piece here. That, What's that? The, the random explosion out of <laughs> nowhere. Random explosion. <laughs> the same explosion that uh, Nolan used to uh, bounce up the Joker's eighteen weight. <laughs> It is. It's that he used a little bit of that and that hospital explosion. That's right. That's, that that's thing, right. That he thing, missed. That thing shot up in the air <laughs> with those people in it. And the fucking trolley driver survives a fucking ball of inferno. 
under a trolley train in San Francisco, and he's he's an old black guy too, so he's out this <laughs> motherfucker, fucker, motherfucker. Yeah, it's that's pretty bad, isn't it? I wanted to talk to you about that. There's two distinct scenes, like quick cutaway scenes, and it just shows two relatively like familiar black actors that we've seen throughout 90s movies mm-hmm. just saying, oh, hell no, motherfucker, motherfucker, right. motherfucker. It's right. like, come on, guys, 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 guys. Call the driver, and then you get um, old girl. She's a comedian. Yeah, she's been in that. She was in that, um, not Borat. Was it Borat, the first Borat movie? I think she was in the first Borat. Yeah. And uh, she's in there and she's saying, bitch, motherfucker, bitch, bitch, bitch. Oh, hell no. I'm locked up in oh, Alcatraz. Yeah. Oh, man. So she it kind of makes you, makes you cringe. When it's, you- it's real cringe. It's real cringe. <laughs> but, I mean, it's 96. It's 96. <laughs> yeah. Not too far. Not too far. Not too far from 66. <sighs> Order 66. Yeah. Whew, but that trolley should have de- destroyed the whole entire city. The whole block should have been done. <laughs> the whole block. A fucking trolley train? And it shoots up in the air. Oh, there's a lot of those explosions in this movie. Now, now, I'm not one to begrudge a random explosion. For example, pause. When a car goes over a cliff, I need it to explode. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. If it happens to explode midair before it hits the ground, I forgive it. It's fine. But what I find confusing is in the middle of this car chase with all these innocent people around... These things are that trolley didn't just explode from hitting another car. It shot up in the it air. Shot it shot up. And the flame that was under it. <sighs> it's it's the same fucking flame that they used when they opened the ark. It just Man. Does it tug on your heartstrings at all when he's going to meet his estranged daughter that he's when Sean Connery goes after his daughter because he hasn't seen her since? Oh, when he he goes meet uh Joe Black's girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> she she has those eyes, man. Those eyes. Like, oh, I like her because she has those eyes. Uh because I don't know. She got she got she she was pretty back then. You know, I don't know what happened was, to her. She she, was she pretty did. in uh, Mystery Man too. I'm sure she's in like lifetime movies now. She might be, yeah. She might be, but uh, that didn't that didn't that didn't tug so much as far as Ed Harris's, I guess, his honor. You know, yeah, like and that like that's like that scene where they're with Michael Bean's crew gets all gunned down, and at the end when he's like, "Damn you for forcing me into this position," yeah. and he's talking to the guys back at the Pentagon via the the little body cam thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that that does get you a little bit, right. you know. Because Ed Harris was like, just do, put your guns down. You know, we'll talk about this. We'll talk it over a bowl of soup. Right. But, you know, Reese, you know, still thinking is what? 20, 2097. And he has to fight the machines. Dude, Reese ain't fucking around. He's like, I cannot get that. I like how he starts off with, we all know why you're here. God knows I even agree with you. I agree. But you know, I can't put that order. I swore. I took an oath. To fight enemies, foreign, foreign and domestic, and domestic. Right, giving his all. He's like, "Am I gonna academy? Academy? Come on, go for it. Come on, go for it." I've always been a Michael Bean loyalist. I will forever to the day I die. He gets be a Michael it. Yeah, Bean he gets it. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah, and that goes back to Abyss too. I fucking love him in Abyss. Right, you know, right. Ed Harris and they both were. Yeah, yeah, they were staring each other down. <laughs> they were like, "This is familiar." Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. 
But the other scene that I've always memorized, not memorized, but has always stayed in my, my mind is Nick Cage pointing to a body twitching after Sean Connery not only took him out with a couple shots to the legs and feet, but uh, proceeded to shoot some kind of old 1988 HVAC back yeah. to, have, to pro- have it promptly fall on the guy's skull. Uh, and I remember Nick Cage looking at the foot twitching. He's like, is that normal? While he's trying to, like, dis, you know, disarm while, this. While he's pulling out the jello balls. <laughs> right. You know. And he's like, I have a Volvo, a beige one. Now cut me some freaking slark. Sean Conner, like, you want me to kill him again? I right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed their back and forth. That still, that, that to me still holds up. Yeah, they had good back and forth. And 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 the thing is, they like Michael Bay had Sean Connery as a badass, even at fucking what sixty something years old. He it, it pulled off. Like you could definitely notice, you know, they weren't as coy with the body doubles as they are now. They're a little bit more smoother with it now, I think. And so you could definitely see some of that in this. But it still held up. Like it still, it looked like he was still fucking people up right. and holding his own. So that just goes to make me that that makes me think like we could have did more with him in Last Crusade then. Mm. They didn't do anything with him in Last Crusade. They didn't do anything with him. You know, he got smacked by Nazis all upside the head. Right. He did take out that he did take out that plane with those birds. He did. Now, the real question is, do you remember what he says as he's walking off the beach to make Harrison give him a little smile there? Oh, fuck. You will pull this on me right now. I suddenly remember my Charlemagne. <laughs> right. Let my rocks be the home. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, the something thing. like that. It is. And the birds in the sky. Right. <laughs> Indiana gives him that little twinkle like, oh, dad. They play that music. Yeah. Mm. My, my fucking dad's James Bond. Yeah, right? No. Even if they named, even if they did name him after the dog. Yeah. The dog. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, The Rock, The Rock is just action packed all the way through. Like, even the first, even when you're introduced to Nick Cage, I mean, they go into that fucking thing, then thinking this is just going to be a regular, you know, dog. It's a fucking bomb. Oh my God. Right out the gate. And that's another fucking anxiety ridden, the way they cut that scene where they're all just, we're yelling, we're going to die. We're not going to make it. You better take it out. What do you mean? Pop-Tarts. Lock us in. (laughs) Shut it down. Plug it up. (laughs) Shut it down. Shut it down now. That's what that reminds me of. I'll always think of Ghostbusters. Shut it down. Shut it down now. And that's what shit, that's when shit pops off. That's what, that's when it it, it pops off. See this Twinkie? You see this Twinkie? Listen, Nick Cage has this smoking hot girlfriend, kids. She comes home and tells him she's pregnant. And he gives her the worst response you could ever give a woman that tells you that. But then they still manage to get it on. He's getting the nookie, so to speak. It's 1996. So I got to say nookie. And he fully clothed. Fully clothed. Fully clothed. He proceeds to narrate the process in the most disgusting way. I don't think I've ever wanted to hear him go, hear Nick Cage go, naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs> why, why was he doing that? I couldn't, I couldn't tell if he was really like this meek, <laughs> mild mannered. You, you, I mean, you could tell like this was like, 
his beginning stage, I guess, of acting, because it, it's totally different from from like his Snake Eyes stuff. I don't know. He, he's always he's known for making weird choices, and some of those weird choices I think works really well for him. I do like, especially if you watch some of his. If you watch that weird satanic cult movie he did, Mandy, where he oh. that's just pretty dope. Um, some of his more recent stuff that's like directed DVD or Netflix, he oh, definitely that, makes weird choices. That, 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 that Toy Store one. Oh god. Oh, that's painful. <laughs> but even in the bigger stuff, like like even Wicker Man or Lord of War or Weatherman, like where he's had like bigger media roles, even as a leading man, he makes some weird choices. And I think this was one of them where he's just like going through the process with her. You know, she's fully clothed, giving him the grind. You know, he's about to answer that phone. Naughty, 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 naughty. <laughs> now come with some freaking slack. I like how he never cussed throughout the entire movie. Everybody else he is did. dropping bombs. He did. I thought he did. No, he says a hole, freaking. Um, because he was supposed to be this uptight agent, PhD guy. You know? Not when he's in that car. Not when in the car, just driving that fucking Ferrari like it's <laughs> gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> is that another good one? Is that another Michael Bay one? Gone in 60 seconds? I don't know if it's a Michael Bay one. It's definitely the Brockheimers, right? And all yeah. that shit. Yeah. I feel like it's, I get confused with that era, like Con Air, Gone in 60 seconds, Face Off. I know Face Off was John Woo, but it's still, it's all under that, that umbrella. You're looking at mid 90s. I think, I think. I think 60 seconds had to be the the at least on the back end of the 90s. I was, back I was end. Thinking. Where Angelina Jolie was starting to show up more. Oh, yeah. She was showing up. She was showing up real hard. <laughs> showing up real hard. I she probably, she probably, I think she was just coming off of uh, Gia at that. Anyway. Yeah, she showed up in Girl Interrupted with, 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 with Winona Ryder. So everybody in America said goodbye to Winona Ryder and then hello to Angelina. Hello, Angelina. Right. Yeah. Hello, Angelina. Yeah. Um, she should have been in this movie. I mean, it, it would have been nothing for nothing uh, for her to do. I mean, old girl did the role pretty good. You know, she just said she pregnant, she fucked, she cried. That's it. <laughs> that's all we need you for. Plug it up. Oh, that's that's another slight of those mid nineties, isn't it? Well, yeah. Probably not even not even mid nineties, but probably everything leading up to more recently. Um, they didn't they didn't give. The female, I mean, granted, Drew Barrymore did that Bad Girls movie where they were like riding around in the in the Wild West. But there weren't a lot of female. Because I uh, remember, um, what's, who, what's our girl in Heat? Um, Naomi. Natalie Portman. No, no, not Natalie Portman. Oh. What was, uh, what was. Uh, Pacino's wife? Not Pacino's wife. Val Kilmer's wife. Oh, fuck. Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. She You're didn't right. have too much to do. Yeah. Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd was leading the charge with Along Came a Spider and Here yeah. Comes Another Spider and Look Out, Morgan Freeman. There's even yet another spider. Mm-hmm. All those. <laughs> Kiss All the Girls. Those. Kiss the Girls. And don't forget that girl. That was the sequel, I think. And Marilyn Monroe. And Marilyn Monroe. Oh, wow. Yeah. What happened to the Judds? I thought she was still going. I thought Ashley Judd was still going. Hmm. At least Sick that of it. Was- that was uh, that was maybe the last thing I saw him. Something I can't remember. Maybe something in 2013. That's why people tune into this podcast. They want to know. They want us to talk about what happened. Where, to Ashley Judd. where are your favorite stars? 
Where are they now? Where are they now? At home, washing their tights. See, some lines just stick with you. Where is that gas mask that Vicky Vale owned? Where is that? She had it. I would like that. She had it in her trunk. I would like to own that gas mask. Wait, she didn't own it. it. She wasn't in her trunk. Huh? It wasn't in her trunk. Oh, you mean the one that Joker gave her in the box? The one that Joker gave her. I would like to have that. Well, didn't she leave it at the Galleria when she left with Keaton? No, she took it with her. Did she really? I thought she took it with her. Huh. Like. I have to go back through it again. No, no, she didn't. She didn't take it with her. I thought he just scooped her up and took her out of there. Right. And then uh, he gave her. I think she just covered up her face with a towel or something. And then. Yeah, you're right. He just bust through the window. He snatched her up. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe Lawrence grabbed it. So one more Batman thing. I know we're on the subject. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, I, I do a, I do a daily. I go through Dark Knight Rises daily, and I, I go through the scene where you know uh, Blake is about to get pummeled. So in that scene, I think to myself, how awesome would it be to actually see Batman work like that close, like that close? Like remember when Blake was about to get the bullet right to his head? Oh yeah, and all of a sudden, boom. Boom, boom, and then you just see Batman. He just boom, boom. right. How right. awesome would it be to see Batman operate? Right, and be able to be like, you missed a spot. Missed a spot. <laughs> Certain heroes I would like to see operate. I would like to see Spider Man working, Batman, and obviously I would like to see Kal-El, uh pick up a building. So you don't want to. <laughs> So you would be totally fine just going along your business. Maybe maybe you're in the our nation's capital, just walking along a right. beautiful 70-degree day, clear skies. Walking down Pennsylvania Avenue. And you just see Kal-El swoop in and pick up a building and take off. Like, he just put you like, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, mind you, there's people in the building. And, in the building. People, and people, people are falling, falling out. But you, but you see him, his super speed, he's able to... And get right back up, and you're just like, and, and you're eating, you're you're eating that Ben's chili bowl hot dog that you picked up earlier. I, I tell you what, as 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 great as that sounds, not to, and I'm talking about the Ben chili bowl, by the way. I'm talking about that Ben's chili bowl because I've been there and I, I've crushed me many of late night drunken <clears throat> chili dogs. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I think what I would love more, even though that would be awesome, awe-inspiring, stupefying, just tremendous, right? I think what I would see more, especially in this world, is some random news report pop on this just in, and all these fucking horrific, murdering, horrible people that have been getting away with God knows what have started to be held accountable um, by being snatched up, and the only thing left behind is like a bat symbol on the wall or something like that, you know, or like, or like a, or a battering, you know, just left etched in inches into the brick, you know, that would be just amazing to me. That's you what know? you want to see. You That's don't, what you, I, you just, you just want justice. You don't I want, want, I'm ready for justice. Yeah. You don't want to just see him in action. No, I want, I want, yeah, I want just, I want, I need, I need the trash to be taken out. <laughs> We've talked about this before. This, 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 this sound like this hidden, this is hidden home. 
you just be scrolling through your phone. You're like, oh, this shit happened. Mm. Oh, motherfucker. And I just want to be like, oh, wait a minute. And you keep reading and all of a sudden it's like a mass vigilante in the shape of a bat resembling Batman took out all seven of those <laughs> psychopaths. Of those, of those uh, pedophiles in right. Omaha. Right. I don't know if there's pedophiles in Omaha. It might be. I don't know. It just, <laughs> just sounds like just some random shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fuck justice. Uh, it's going to be evil out here. You just, just want to see some flying shit. I just, I just want to see this mob. I just want to see these mob. I want to see Spider-Man swinging from a building. I said, I want to see Batman just drop out of the fucking nowhere and whoop 10 motherfuckers. And I, you know, um, hell, I, I don't know. It's, it's probably one more person I would like to just see operate. You know, that, that, that'll be cool to see. Like I said, the, the, just the regular bystanders in comics, they see all the good shit. They probably get involved in it. Cause you got to think about it. The, the bystander perspective is what Bruce had in uh, BVS. That's yes. that bystander thing. Like right. you want to be a ground zero. Be a ground zero. <laughs> when the shit's going down, I want to be a ground zero. Hey, how how good is that scene though? When he saves that little kid though from right. that falling debris, and then looks up, glaring. He sees these two dots. Right. Yes. Boom. Boom. Right. And then he runs into a cloud of smoke. But he's not. Af- but he's not afraid when he looks up at them. No, he's not he's even not. awestruck. He's glaring at them. Dick like, hard with, with contempt. Dick is hard. Like that shit. Still, like Ben Affleck. I got to give it to him. Like he he sold that for me, man. Like Bruce was looking up. And he was like, "I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. I'm, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker." Right. <laughs> and you're right. He's the only one running towards the smoke. Yeah. You know when that. That wave of smoke is coming toward, and everyone's running away from it. He's he's the only one running towards it. That, that's I mean, that's where it's at. That's yeah. what gives you. That's what gives you those goosies. Yeah, that's that. That's that. That's that hero shit right there. Right. Yeah, and it's stupid, but that's that hero <laughs> shit. Yeah, there's no there's no goosey moments in the rock like that, is there? Not really. Not really. Not really. You're I just mean, on, you're, you're on mean, a ride. You're on a ride. I, mean, I, I guess I guess at the end when they ask. So where the fuck is Mason? He's vaporized. He body blew out to sea. Body blew out to sea, and then you get that Sean Connery eye, and you know he's like, mm, "Thank you, right? <laughs> Thank you, thank you." But don't go to Hawaii. Go to Fort Leonardworth, Texas, or Kansas, wherever the fuck it is, and steal this microfilm out of some guy's boot mm-hmm. leg, his peg leg. And he just he just saw everything, yeah. But the, the the rock was a good ride. The rock is a good ride. Like like this, it's it's an afternoon ride. It's two hours of action. Like two I wasn't hours let of down. It, it, there was no letdown for it. There was no letdown. It's like, pretty much the scene at the at the rock at the Alcatraz, and then the cutbacks to the Pentagon with the generals and, and the United States military are all in. You know, they're all thumbs. They're fumbling. You know. Yeah. And the president has to make this decision. He still manages to give a Gettysburg address by the window. <laughs> to feel that we've slighted the General Hummel and maybe taken the lives of all. He still goes into this thing with his patriotic horns or, or blaring in the background. There's, I think somebody was even waving a flag behind him, you know. Tom Hanks even like ran by, you know. 
But God bless it, you know? I mean, he makes the military... He makes the military look cool. I'll give him that. Michael Bay has always made the military look cool. He's always been big on military planes, Marines, and I think they love him back for that. I mean, he did that in Transformers and shit. Transformers and it was more about the it was more about the the military than it was fucking Optimus Prime. Shit. Um, Very true. Thirteen hours too. Yeah, but that was the time. That was the time. That was the time. That mid nineties, you got nothing but military movies. And they were pretty good. I I can't um I can't think of a bad one. Like it, it might have been some corner ones that came out, but the the top ones they were they were pretty good for it that can't, time. It can't knock Independence Day though, right? Not that speech. Yeah, not the speech. Not the greatest <laughs> speech ever known to man. It doesn't quite get you as much. Bill Pullman's speech in Independence Day, right, is the greatest speech I've heard in my life. Greatest. The greatest. Obama ain't got shit on. I mean, no. uh, on Bill Pullman. Nothing. Nothing. Whew. I would go fight aliens for Bill Pullman. Of course. Of course you would. Speech. Of course you would. Because he had nothing. He had nothing. Wife, wife just passed. Fucking alien just, you know, probed his ass. Mm. His little girl's in the back. He worried about her. And he just he just he just want to go fly. You know? What do you want us to do? <laughs> Mm. Don't worry, kids. We're going to be going back through that in a couple of weeks. Because that is also coming up on an anniversary. It's right around the corner, isn't it? It's right around the corner. And I've already oh jotted God. your name down in the uh, on the spreadsheet. And you're, uh, you're in my book. And when you're in my book, you're in my book. Mm-hmm. But this Call movie that. is hitting on uh, its 25th anniversary. The Rock is 25 years old. By the time this episode goes up, it'll be 25 years old. 25 years ago, I saw this in theaters. You saw it in theaters? I saw it in theaters with my dad. Mm. I <laughs> waited for Blockbuster to pull it out. <laughs> uh, I could see that. Yeah, I, rent, I, rented, I rented it from Blockbuster. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. See, and I thought this was your first viewing. No, nah, no. Nah, I, t- I took the ride before. And I've taken the ride and I've jumped off. Mm. Just like the trolley driver. Mm. Um, I'm going to get that motherfucker. This is a long ass movie. It's mm. two hours of just straight uh, action and blowing up shit. But right. uh, it holds. It does hold. It, it, it holds. They even made wanted to make sure his hairstylist to give Sean Connery a haircut in the movie. They wanted to make sure that he was as over the top as possible. He was. Over, Sean Connery was over the top, man. Everybody. Everybody's over the top. Yeah. But I like that. I, I forgot that this was an all-star cast, man. This all-star cast, which which reminds me, every now and then we like to do a little recast. Casting call. We're gonna recast the movie now. Did you have anything in mind? Did you have any ideas when you're thinking about when you're watching this movie? Going, if they made this today, if they recasted it today, yeah, today. Mm-hmm. Still want to stick with the old man, huh? I think you kind of have to. I like I like that idea. I like having a grittier, older guy, um, one that can pull off stunts. Hmm. Um, cause I mean, let me see who comes to mind. Other than Tom Cruise. Other than Tom Cruise, because he's not really old to me yet. I know he is older, but he still doesn't seem old to me. No. Um. 
I guess you could go with um what about Statham? Statham pretty old. Jason Statham as 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 Jean Patrick Morris? Yeah, that's Morris. I could see that. SAS agent, right? He still doesn't seem old to me though for some reason. I mean fucking Statham old, man. He is old. He is. <laughs> you know, um, you know who they were going in this movie was supposed to be a project uh, vehicle for Arnold. Right. But Arnold was slated to be the um Stanley Goodspeed, the 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 chemical right. expert. He said he didn't like the script. Yeah, he was just like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do Batman and Robin bullshit. instead. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna go well, play Batman, Mr. Freeze. I thought, I thought he had, had last action hero around that time. Well, think oh. about it. This was '96, and Batman 96. and Robin was '97. So okay. I'm thinking this this guy straight up turned down the Rock to do to do Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh yeah, because he was getting his clout back. Probably more money. True Lies, Eraser, Batman and Robin. Yep. I would like to see if I could if I recast this today, if I was making this movie for a cool, I don't know, 150 mil. Oh man. I'd bring back uh I'd bring Arnold into the fold to play John Patrick Morris, to play the old expert who broke out of Alcatraz. Roth Al Ghoul. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Roth Al Ghoul. That's amazing. Yeah. That's one that's probably one of the best recasts in the history of Comic Con's podcast yeah. casting call. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Liam I mean that's Neeson pull it off. That, that's that's yeah, and that's a it's almost a good nod to the original role because I feel like they do a sim he do it even though he's not Scottish, he would do a similar kind of right. you know. Oh, that's um, great. Liam Neeson. Now as far as uh, Nick Cage. Um something something wants me to put Ryan Reynolds in there. I know what you mean. I Somebody want to put Ryan be, Reynolds in there. Right. But then part of you doesn't because he everybody puts him in everything. Yeah, he puts him in everything. Uh, and uh, let me see. I'm going I'm going through my Marvel database just in case. I that's miss- usually that's usually where I go. That's where you pull from. Let me pull from this Marvel database. I mean, uh, what about Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd could pull it off. Paul Rudd would be good. I like that. Paul, Paul Rudd solid. Yeah. What about the general Ed Harris? Because I was thinking, a, I was thinking a frosty tipped uh, Idris could be good. Okay. You know, as a back, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, he could do that. He can do that. Because I thought, like, I really liked him. People are going to probably yawn at this, but I really liked him for what he did, even though I don't think he did enough. In Star Trek Beyond, and I thought that was actually probably the movie's biggest flaw was that when it, you, it's revealed, oh my God, that's Idris Elba, and he played this captain. You know, like he he should have done more. He was in makeup for half of the movie, and he sh- I wish he had more to do, even in makeup. Even if he did, I wish he had more to do. As if, I want to see him play more villains. You know, mm-hmm. I never saw Hobbs and Shaw, but I don't know. That's why. That's why I was going to reference you to Hobbs and Shaw, <laughs> just in case. He does say he's the black Superman in that movie, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I think I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, even even today, Ed Harris is solid today. Ed Harris could do it today. Ed Harris can do it today. Ed Harris can keep doing it. He can keep doing it because you. I mean, you you've seen what he can do in Westworld. Ke- I saw what Kevin Costner did in Criminal. I'd like to, Kevin Costner could could come back and do something. Kevin Costner, I'm with that. You know. But who's going to play, who's going to play, um, shit. I guess that's really it. You got your, 
Those are the two big ones, that th- or the three. Uh, yeah, that, that, that was it. Ed Harris, uh, Nick Cage, and Sean Connery. Because um, William Forsythe, you could just get any typical res- regular yeah. guy. You could get the... Um, just get Stephen Dorff and throw him in there. Stephen Dorff in there, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then you, you pull you pull Omari in, you get ghosts, you bring Omari in because you saw what he did in Army of the Dead. You, he, he can take over for uh, Bokeem. Mm. Yeah. Dave Bautista had definitely has to show up in there Bautista at some point. Show up sometime. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the same time, I, I could put The Rock in with, with Nick Cage. The, the Rock, The Rock in The Rock. The Rock in The Rock. Yeah. I like it. It works. In theaters 2021, The Rock, Liam Neeson. In. Horrible combination. (laughs) (laughs) You just know they wouldn't work together. They wouldn't work together. I don't think they would. I think, you know, but I like your casting call without The Rock, though, because I like the idea of remaking it gritty and less... Less adventurous and action-packed and more like gritty, like thriller style, like, you know what I'm saying? Like more drama, you know? Yeah, more drama. You know? Because, um, I mean, we could just go one lone mercenary and he has hostages. Therefore, I would go with Michael B. Jordan. Were you thrilled with him in No Remorse, though? I feel like he didn't, I feel like he should have fucked more people up. Yeah, he could have done more. There was a lot of pauses and I was like, what do you... The trailer made it look like he was going to... The best scene in that whole movie was when he's in that jail cell and he's just waiting for those motherfuckers to come in. <laughs> and he's... Why did he Why did he stop up the sink? Well, just to make everything slippery? I think so. Okay. Because I didn't know if that was like a secret tactic that I wasn't aware of. I was like, wait a minute. I thought he was going to do something else with it from the trailer and then he, and the scene happens and you're like... Because then all those guys come in with like the body gear and I guess so he could like slip off of them. Yeah. Like slide around. Put a little oil on him. Yeah. I think that's what Statham did in Transporter. Remember? He rubbed, he, he put all that car oil on, on, on himself. And oh, he, yeah. Oh, I forgot all about that shit. Yeah. Hey, you know what, though? That Transporter, that first Transporter movie is not that bad. It's, it's, <laughs> that's, that's Luke Besson, I think. That's the dude that did a professional. Yeah. I, it's, that, that, that first Transporter. That holds. first Transporter. I, I, I need to go back through that shit. All right, the, the reason Transporter. Doesn't get the cloud it does because it came out right around Matrix. And f- when Matrix came out, everybody just said, fuck every other movie. Yeah, but I don't blame them. <laughs> they were like, what the fuck is this? Statham's got a suitcase? Congrats. What is What is this? What yeah. is this? <laughs> what is this? That's probably why nobody gave a shit about Hitman, too. I feel like Hitman wasn't too far after that. No, nope. nope, nobody gave a shit about Hitman. Oh man, what do we? What should we rate this gem of a movie? Uh, we uh, we're not doing COVID good anymore, so we can we can start off with uh, call out of work. Good restrictions. Yeah, we've lifted restrictions. We don't need to do risk COVID good. I'm going back soon. I'm going back real soon. I might go this Friday. You got stock. I want to see that Conjuring. I want to see that Conjuring. You don't want to just watch it on the Max? No, I gotta want to see it in theaters. See, I want to see that Quiet Place sequel. Oh yeah, I heard it's 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 good. It's real good. I didn't go opening weekend, and my wife because my wife hasn't seen the first one yet, so we got to watch the first one, and then we're gonna go out there. I mean, it'll be good if you can go to an AMC theater. 
<laughs> right. Comic Con's podcast is a proud sponsor of uh, or AMC theater. If you're thinking about going back to the movies, go back to an AMC theater. Right. Take it to the moon. Diamond. Diamond hands. Uh, it is movie theater good. The Rock was movie theater good, mm. even though I got it from Blockbuster. I think this movie for me will always be catch. Mm. It's catch it on cable good for me. You said it yourself, man. I think like it's one of those movies where if it's on, you'll you'll watch some of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but not like you, not like a few good men, not like a few good men. With a few good men comes on, you watch almost the whole damn thing. Oh, you go all the way through. I can't go through. It's too fucking long. Oh man, it's too fucking. The long. performances. Oh, awesome performance. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess you have few a few good men. I would do. I would do that for Crimson Tide. This is blasphemy right here, but I have not seen Crimson Tide. Can you believe that shit? Like uh, Crimson Tide is that Mount Rushmore of Denzel movies for me. He goes up against Hackman in that, right? Hackman. Him and Hackman, man. I just need to watch it because it's got two of my favorite guys. I don't know why man, I haven't seen I mean, it. That that has an all-star cast in it, too. Oh, I'm sure. I bet it's got like I bet it's got half the people that were in this one. You, you, just half because, like I said, you still got Sanchez and... You get uh, <laughs> you did it too. You got you got you got Vigo. Oh, Vigo! Yeah, he's in it uh, with um. Is Gandolfini in it? I'm not sure if Gandolfini is in that. I think it's on the max. I'm gonna I'm gonna download that joint and watch it tomorrow on the train. Yeah, Crimson Tide is a solid flick. Man. And I'm gonna watch Hunt for Red October because I've never finished Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red October is a, is a long one, but it's still a good movie because of, of uh, uh, Connery alone. Baldwin, not so much? Not Baldwin, not so much. Uh, if you want Baldwin, go to uh, Lamont Cranston. The Shadow Knows. One of the reasons why James Powell and I will always be best friends is that we are... He's laughing. His, he's, he's loving it right now because he knows. He knows. One of the reasons why we get along so well all right, we we very rarely disagree on things, you know, and it's because our mutual affections, the things that we do love together, are the things that hold true, like the Phantom, like the Shadow, like there's just certain shit that came out when we were growing up that that stuck to us like glue, and we can't leave it behind. It's not like I go back through the Shadow and I try to hate it. But I can't. I can't either. I can't. And it's not a good. I know it's not. I know. It's I not, know it's not a good movie. It's not good at all. But, but I can't. But it's better than Tenet. It is better than. It's a hundred <laughs> times better than Tenet. Like <laughs> <sighs> I, I try to quit the shadow. I try to quit. The I try shadow. to. I try to quit it. But. It has a hold on me. It's a the rewatch. It's because of the rewatchability. There's too many scenes in there that are just worth rewatching. Right. Um, Plus, at the same time, I kind of want to be the fucking shadow. Who doesn't? You come in the mist in the middle of the night. The mist, and you got that fucking laugh. Why didn't Baldwin do more comic book shit? He was perfect for that he shit. Had he had it. He had he had it. Him and Zane. I really feel like he could have been a Bruce. He could have been a Bruce. He could have been a Bruce. I felt like they had sequels. I felt like Shadow and Phantom had at least one sequel. Right. You the fa- the Phantom Returns. Phantom Returns. 
the shadow knows the shadow and the light you know something you know but yeah <laughs> the shadow baldwin's best performance Ugh, best Aside from departed though he did give it to me in departed i feel like he was just himself in, in the departed it was it's playing a job what do you say it's i love it when he's just shooting the shit with him and he's like most people don't trust somebody with immaculate record i have an immaculate record i can't re- i can't repeat on this podcast some of the other things he says they're a little too uh even Maybe. for me they're a little too racy <laughs> in 2021 <laughs> if you don't know kids you googs yeah yeah <sighs> look just because i assumed that juan sanchez ramirez was our guy from the 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 scene i mean i got the cast right here let me let me pull up because i thought you'll get it i thought you'll get it i think his name oh god please don't tell me it's something i think it was uh scarpetti i feel like it's gonna be like bill porter or something like that and i'm gonna be so jim maniachi that's his name yeah jim maniachi Please do me a favor and give me the give me give me his little origin story real quick. Let's t- take a look here, Jim Maniachi. I swear to God, if you say he's born in Idaho, nope, that that was the wrong guy. <laughs> what was his name? He was on, uh, he was on the Sopranos. Danny Nucci. Yeah, yeah. His name is uh, Danny Nucci. Daniel. Okay. Uh, he was Danny Rivetti in Crimson Tide. Lieutenant Shepard in The Rock. Oh, and dear. and he was in the Titanic. He was fucking Jack's friend in Titanic. Oh, yeah, he was. Like I said, he's always that junior guy. Yeah. Yeah. He had a good run. Look at that. Crimson Tide 95, The Rock 96, Eraser 96, Titanic 97. What a run. He's that guy that shows up and he's like the little guy that's friends with everybody. And uh Yeah. And the fact that we both think he's uh Hispanic, we should be shot because he's from <laughs> Austria. <laughs> Holy fuck. I'll apologize for that shit. This whole time I thought he was Hispanic. <laughs> I've watched this guy for 20 years. I thought this guy was Hispanic. I really thought he was Hispanic. I really thought he was Hispanic. He he was born in Austria, but he he is French, Moroccan, and Italian. Okay. Okay, so he's something. He he's he, he he's not Sanchez. I know that. He's not Sanchez. I'll take that. I'll, t- I'll, not- I'll, I'll I'll eat that L with you because I actually thought he was Hispanic. Oof. It's a tough L sometimes, you know. Sorry, okay, kids. I'll take that L. Look, I'll take that L. We're sorry, kids. All right, we're sorry. All right. All you all you Danny Nucci fans fans out there. The Danny Nucci fan club. I apologize. Mm. He has to have a following. Oh, you know it. You know he does. Probably bigger than the Highlander following on Facebook. It has to be. He has to have at least uh 250 more. He he did. I'm just looking at it now. Oh my god, that is a good run to be like a junior woodchuck. I know, like even if you even if you didn't do anything else ever again, to say that you got to do all those hits back to back. I mean, those are action. That's blockbuster move. Crimson Tide, The Rock, Eraser, Titanic. Is a ra- is Eraser worth going back, going through again? Eraser is just like The Rock. You catch it on TNT. <laughs> All 
All right. I'll look up. I'll look, I'll look Eraser, up. Eraser wasn't true lies. No. It wasn't true lies. No. Even though Vanessa Williams was hot. She but. was hot. And she lends her voice to the podcast I'm listening to now, the new Marvel uh, Old Man Star-Lord podcast. She she voices the White Queen. I, th- I thought you were about to say she's going to be on the podcast. And this <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. You got I know. Williams? Ain't that some shit? I should, we should give her a call. Why don't you reach out Vanessa to her? Vanessa Williams should have been Storm back in the day, right? Back in the day, easily. Back in the day, yeah. Even though I'm still always going to pine for Angela Bassett. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's iconic. That would have been perfect. I feel like she could still do it now. Hmm. Angela Bassett, she could be old man Storm. I don't know, man. She does not, to me... I know, I, I know if I look up an old picture of her from What's Love Got to Do With It, obviously I'm going to see a difference. Obviously, uh, you know, I'll be able to see that she's she's aged a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, just first off, first glance from just looking through her IG, because yes, I follow, uh, she <laughs> she looks great. Yes. Well, she is uh, 60. Yes. Oh, my God. For 60? Yeah. Man, she could put on that, those classic go-go boots and I'd be I'd be all over it. You know, what's the best she looks to you? What, what was the best? She's mm. what, what, what film? Oh, God, you got the you got the you got the research in front of you. Let's, let me pull it up. Strange days. Strange days. Strange days. I thought she was smoking hot in that. Never seen it. Never heard it. It was a sci-fi flick. And then Supernova with uh, with uh, James Spader. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, um, <laughs> what, you I, ain't seen my movies? I'll always, I'll always go back to um, Vampire in Brooklyn for me. Oh, oh yeah, man, I sleep on that one. Yeah, she was hot to she me. She was hot. Well, speaking of vampires, she was smoking hot in her mid to late fifties on American Horror Story, playing yeah. a vampire. Yes, she wasn't a vampire. She was a witch. I thought they were vampires. She was like, she was like sucking blood. She was in the coven of which she was one of the voodoo witches. Oh, witch. no, 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 no. She, she came back. She came, she came back and uh, with Lady Gaga as a vampire in the, in the season after the witch one where they're in the hotel. Hotel. Right. Yeah. The witch one was the one in New Orleans. That was, was Covenant. She, yeah, that was Covenant. And then after Covenant um, or Covenant, whatever it was after Aliens Covenant. Yeah, it was uh, it was the vampire one where they're in the hotel. And her and Lady Gaga are all like, like it's it's pretty racy for right. FX. Right, right, right. And you kind of wanted to see Gaga pull out that thing. Oof. If you sure. YouTube that joint, Kamikazes, you will not believe that it, it came on FX. That shit is like... F- FX is like one uh, pube hair from Cinemax. One pube hair away. And I mean, you see, you don't just see side boob. I'm pretty sure you see full nips. Yeah, you you you're almost at full nip on FX now. Because FX don't give a fuck. I'm getting to the point in my age where I don't even need the, the the real deal anymore. I can watch stuff like that, and like that's enough to inspire me to go up to the next level. You know what I mean? I don't need to go through the nitty gritties anymore. You know what I'm saying? Which I guess is a good sign, you know? Because you have to start worrying when you start having to look up like pigs and fucking beast fucking and shit to kind of get your good, or like, you know, barbed wire and, you know, 
That's when that's when that's when shit gets weird. I can watch the opening credits of Barbed Wire and it's enough to get me going. I mean, that's where you stop. You yeah. stop. You stop. You you stop once she's in the tub. You stop watching. Or you go back to the Comic-Con episodes archives, kids, and you listen to the wonderful episode commentary that me and Monomoto did on the famed 1990-something hit, Barbed Wire. <laughs> it seemed like we did it in the 90s. How long ago was it? Before COVID. That was a long time ago. I I love going back through these, these older movies, man, especially these 90s. The 90s, it's just fun. So I appreciate you uh, you taking this ride with me again. It was a good ride because I needed to watch The Rock again, though. I needed to watch it again, at least all the way through. That 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 was my thing. I needed to watch it all the way through. Yeah. And you because feel good. I, like, I, I fanboy for Sean Connery. Always. Yeah. Fanboy. Rest in peace, Sean. I love I love Sean Connery. Anything. That's 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 uh, that's not my bond, but that's that's my bond. Well, every time it's always sad when somebody leaves. Right. But. Not everybody's going to get an homage or a shout out necessarily when they go. You know what I'm saying? But he was, I, I specifically remember when he went, you you took some time out to make a special shout out for him when he right. when he went out. Because he did he did have a significant footprint. I knew him as James Bond. Right. He wasn't my favorite, but I knew he, he was fucking James Bond. Is Roger Moore your guy? Roger Moore is my guy. Yeah. Yeah. Love Roger Moore. R.I.P. 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 Roger Moore was just, he was just more nonchalant and he was just more smooth with the character to me. Mm. Like, Roger Moore uh, didn't understand sexual assault. He just did it. (laughs) Kind of like your friend Nick Stevens here. Hey, kids, it doesn't count if they're imaginary characters. Listen, uh... (laughs) there's anything we said oh that's why you were saying there's a heffalump in there oh if there's anything we said on this show that made you wonder what the hell this show's even about anymore or made you wonder how could those two guys that are seemingly articulate seemingly smart guys not know who danny nucci is Look, remember his ethnicity. <laughs> remember, kids, don't take it seriously, all right? It's just fiction. Once again, to that Danny Nucci fan club out there, <laughs> I apologize. That's that's the worst L. That's the worst L. Well, it's not the worst. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Welcome to